a site that was once described as a drug supermarket has been taken into the control of the council here in Limerick. You've been hearing about that. You saw it on live95.ie and across our social media as well last week. It's hoped that this property, along with two other adjacent properties, will now be refurbished and returned as social or affordable housing. Now, Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin has been involved in the campaign to have something done about this for a while, and he's with me now in the studio. And good morning to you, Morris. Good morning, Joe. Good morning to you, listeners. Just for those who wouldn't be aware, can you give us a sense of the operation that took place in St Mary's Park in the city? Yeah, basically there's an issue, and it's, it's ongoing as, as we speak, like there's an issue of, of drug dealing in St Mary's Park, but it's not just confined to St Mary's Park, but it, it got very um, very visible, and it, it was visibly exposed during the pandemic as well, when people weren't out and about as much as it would have been, and there, was, there were noticing a lot more, but basically what people... So, so, I mean, when you say visible, what was in essence happening was people were coming to this location, yeah. and pretty openly buying illegal drugs. People were coming, and it was open 24-7, it was... Um, um, you know, people were often queuing outside to get their stuff. Um, people were coming at regular times to get their stuff. Um, it, it, it was just really a nightmare for the neighbours who were living around there because you know, people were coming in taxis, they were knocking at the wrong door, they were waking people up in, in, in the middle of the night. And that community down there, by and large, is, an, is an, a huge elderly community. Um, people who've worked all their lives, people who worked in the council, people who worked in shops across the city, people who worked in factories across the city and have retired now and they were putting up with this 24-7. It was simply really, really unfair on them. But, but and, and when we talk to people on this show from right across the city and county, you know, they're very well aware that in pretty much every community at the moment, there is a significant drugs problem of one sort or another. But it mightn't be as obvious as yeah. this became. And it was concentrated. It was designed. It was a, the tr- people who were behind this treated it like a business. You know, they knew exactly what they were doing. They started uh, making and producing and distributing crack cocaine. They targeted people who were vulnerable at the time to target, especially people who would have been already taking heroin. So they were getting the market there. Cocaine, crack cocaine is very, very addictive and people have to have it the whole time. Um, and it, the scenes of that, you see people in distress, people, addicts who, you know, need support and help. Um, and, and to be fair, it wasn't that it was being ignored. I mean, you were raising it, locals were raising it with you and with other politicians. The Gardaí did engage in a number of raids, didn't they, over the time? Yeah. But it just kept popping back up. It, it was really frustrating. Um, I spoke to the Justice Minister on a number of occasions and listen, in fairness, she, she organised a meeting and if, out of that meeting, I, honest, I believe that Operation Copug came, which was a, a collaboration between Limerick Council and the Garda Shikana. So Limerick Council upped their game. There was a lot of properties in the area that were derelict that needed to be demolished as part of the regeneration programme. They were never going to be used for houses again, but they were used, being used for different things and storing drugs was one that the Garda were concerned that they were being used for. So a lot of those were taken back in, in possession of the council and have, have been demolished. Others last week uh, were taken in, in control by the council through a compulsory purchase order. Okay, so this, the culmination then of everything that's been going on was what happened last week. Yeah. Can, can, can you just explain the detail of it? Well, Limerick Council, uh, the, the main focus was in one particular house down there um, and the two houses next door to that what would have been boarded up. They were owned by Limerick Council. Um, obviously, nobody wanted to move in there next door to that one, which was going on 24-7. And it will take a lot of money to refurbish. But the third house then was privately owned. The council have purchased that house through compulsory purchase. Um, the owner, I understand, didn't appeal that. So it came back into control of 
the um, council is a long process unfortunately it would have been advertised you'll have seen it in every post there was ads there about it um, and in fairness we took, we, we've taken control of our house in Carlevan as well under a similar situation so so in St Mary's Park then what the Gardaí and the council moved into the property is that what happened? Yeah moved into the property and we secured the, th- the three homes the three houses together so the council now have to go through the process of applying for funding and hopefully they will apply for funding hopefully that funding will be approved we can redevelop those three houses and give them out to families who want to live in, in a different street, shall we say, than, than it was before. Right. We so, so the hope would be that these would be brought up to spec and then they'd yeah. be available for housing. Yeah, and there is a demand in the area. You know, there's good families in that area with children and, and kids who would, who would live in that. They wouldn't live in the street as it is, but they will live in the street with, with those houses right. re- redeveloped. We're chatting to Sinn Féin TD, Morris Quinlevin, this morning. So what has the reaction been locally in St Mary's Park to this move? Well, the people were very concerned over the last number of years and still are. You know, that gang is still operating down in the area. So they're very cautious about what they're saying, but they all ring me anyway. You know, so it's a massive, massive, um, people are absolutely delighted what happened there. You know, a massive relief for people. Um, look, I've had calls already from people where that gang are trying to establish already in, in different parts of the, of the estate. Um, there was, you know, when, when they were in control of that house, there was a guard array in the house and I think it was 27 minutes later it was up and running. You know, it was, it was the fastest. Often it was quite, it was quite up and running. Quickly. And, and so, that does lead to the obvious question then. Yeah. What can be done in the St. Mary's Park area to maintain focus on this? You need to, we need to make sure that, that, that this isn't the end of it. You know, that, that resources go in there. St. Mary's Park is in the middle of a regeneration program, which hasn't delivered very much in that area. If you go down and look at the aesthetics, for instance, the community centre is supposed to be delivered down there, hasn't been delivered. We need to fast track all of those. The bo- Myself and Councillor Tom Colopy walked around there recently and it was 22 uh, vacant houses there. The bulk of them are owned by Limerick Council. So that's simply not good enough in the middle of a regeneration program. That needs to be done. It just doesn't look good if you're living next to a boarded up house. That needs to be done. But we need to ensure the guard response down there contains. And then we have projects going on with Anna Liffey and dealing with people who are addicted to drugs. I've been a member of the Drugs Task Force for well, over 12 years now at this stage. We, we can't ignore the issue that people do trick drugs and we need to have a robust response. So in your view... It requires a holistic approach here. 100%. You have to have all the agencies working together, whether that includes Tuzla, Bernardo's, um, and Aliffey, as I said, the Midwest Reading Drug and Alcohol Forum, the Guardian and Limerick Council all have to work together with HSE. What is your message then to people living in other parts of the city and indeed the county who might think to themselves, well, it'll never quite get quite as bad as this in our area? Yeah, we just need to be aware, like, you know, because I've seen... Uh, versions of what's happened in St Mary's Park uh, happening all over the place in county towns as well you know where people are telling me there's there's 24-7 now they, they don't see they don't realise how bad it was in St Mary's Park and hopefully we've addressed a bit of that um, but you know I would I would urge anybody with any information to come forward to either myself or to the Garda Chicana or to Limerick Council as well especially if they're council tenants that are involved in any anti-social behaviour and from the council's point of view, you know, the derelict sites legislation, compulsory purchase orders, it takes time, but they do have significant powers, don't they? Could they be deployed more in this situation and in other situations where they might yeah. be helpful? <clears throat> Which was very good is the way they actually took in Simmers Park, but we also took that in Carlhaven as well. So people be aware of a house in Carlhaven that was taken back by the council, again, advertising the post. But I have to say, and I want to commend the council on this, in the last year or so, they've got their act together on a lot of these issues. They've, uh, I think there's three or four people now working on this uh, dereliction sites because it is the most frustrating thing and 
look, I found out on Friday that the council owned 230 properties that are vacant at the moment, you know, so it's absolutely incredible in the middle of a housing... Well, 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 I mean, you do look at that scenario and and you think about the housing issues that uh, are um, in existence in in Limerick and and elsewhere in the country. And I suppose any steps at all that can be taken to bring reasonable housing stock back into the market or social housing... It shows the chaos and, and the shambles of the government housing policy, which has collapsed anyway, but you know, the fact that we'd have 230 council-owned properties, and you know, some of them would be very derelict and would need a lot of funding, but the, the council simply can't get the funding from government to do up these houses. And despite what the minister will say, that the money's there for no matter what they want, that is simply not true. Well, the I mean, the government go further than that. As you know, they are saying that thousands of houses are being brought into service. Yeah, it will take five to six years at this state we're going in Limerick when we could have had put a, a real focus on that if we had if we'd had the funding, we could have tendered out all, all those houses of small businesses or small little companies across Limerick who do building and repairs and tell me they can't even get talking and, to the council to do the would be the, the biggest single or couple of things that Sinn Féin would do differently in government to improve this? Well, firstly, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in now because we flagged up what was going on. We would have extended the eviction ban and we're going to bring that to the all again tomorrow. The reason for the eviction ban was in the, in the space of the eviction ban, we were supposed to sort out solutions which the government didn't do. And I think you, you'll see opinion pieces all over the weekend in the, in the national media. Now, there wouldn't be supporters of ours who wrote this, but really, really critical of the government housing policy and how it has collapsed and basically. We have 11,000 people in emergency accommodation. We're looking at... Uh, but but I suppose the question that listeners would be interested in is, you know, accepting we are where we are, to use that famous expression, you know, if Sinn Féin were in government in the morning, what would be the biggest well, thing? In, in the morning, first of all, we would have a focus on the voids that I spoke about. There's 230 properties you turn back and you wouldn't be waiting five, six, seven years. We'd be telling the councils, go and do that. The money would be there. We would develop the... And we wouldn't be talking about this. We would develop the biggest social and affordable housing uh, build across the state that we've ever done. I've been talking about this during the studio here for seven or eight years. Um, and the, pro- the problem is we're not building like I met Limerick Council on Friday you know there's people see projects going on around the city at the moment but there's no plans for the next couple of years so that, that's where we're going to come with you know we're going to have this price crisis for years unless we get our finger out start building no. houses and return the houses we own back it, into use and there is a no confidence vote slated in the doll in the government coming up um, you know is there any realistic prospect of them losing it at this point? If they did, of course, it would plunge us directly into a general election, really, yeah, wouldn't it? It's very hard to know. Um, the Labour Party are bringing... <coughs> excuse me. We have a motion coming up ourselves, uh, and a new bill coming up on Tuesday. The Labour Party have a vote motion of no confidence, which is coming... I'm not sure if it's coming Tuesday or Wednesday, but would be voted on um, then. The government, obviously have the numbers but they only have those numbers when they include the independence in this and people need to be very very careful when they're looking at independence because a lot of independence not really independent they support Fianna Fáil for the Gael and that has been the case over the time but look I think there's a sense and I remind people we had a general election in 2020 because there was a vote of no confidence coming up on the Minister Harris at the time you know and people said oh well that won't happen but it actually did happen and um, the, the government knew they would have lost that one. There's a sense at the moment that we have a crisis, we have a disaster for housing. The Minister for Housing, Dara Bryan, is simply up to the game. Like he can produce all the plans he wants, but if he doesn't deliver on the ground, it means nothing to people. Okay. One other thing to finish on a positive note, as I mentioned at the beginning there, um, Eli Lilly, it looks like going to make a significant announcement about ramping up construction, and that means more construction uh, jobs um, in that 
part of the process um, than uh, are even proposed right now. Uh, and then we're hearing about this special centre, the next wave of manufacturing to help that come into the country, but the centre itself is going to be based here in Limerick. What's your reaction? Yeah, that's really good news. Um, I've been talking to, uh, I chair the Enterprise Committee in the Dáil, so we've had IDA in a number of times. We've had the Minister Coveney was in, who's the old Minister for uh, Enterprise, he was in there recently talking about this. It's like what people would have been familiar with before, we would have called them advanced factories, but it's this is a technological, this is an IT one, um, it shows you how strong the country is, and we, we're very, very strong in IT stuff are very very strong and medical devices and we're very very strong especially in the midwest on producing medicine. So, so to understand that then does this center it would allow what companies to test things and see what yeah, we're options going to, are available yeah, in Limerick and in Ireland. It's basically what we're trying to do is you know there's been like a focus over the years on on developing Dublin and jobs were in Dublin or whatever but we want to make sure that any companies that are interested in Ireland have the opportunities to come to other places. Limerick isn't the only place but it is trying to get a regional balance and this is part of that. And then the other good news today is Lily has come into Limerick as well so they've over the line I've met them a couple of times. Cork-based company. Uh, there'll be hundreds of employed in construction there, and up up to four hundred. I understand when the when the job is there. And my understanding is they're developing that uh, at and a medicine that will deal with dementia. So hopefully down the line, that okay, would be well, very very good well, news well, for everybody. Very good news for people, no question. Okay, well on all of that, thank you very much for coming into the studio this Joe. Monday morning. That is Limerick City Sinn Fein TD Morris Quinfan. Lots more to come on the show. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.